Hello and welcome to the Coding Moments podcast. I'm Andy Brown at Clinical Andy on Twitter, and with me today is Matt Holt at Coding Moments on Twitter. And also, we're joined by a very special guest. Yay! Ooh, special. <laughs> it's Ali. Hello, uh, I'm Ali uh, at Corn Wolf uh, on Twitter. Lovely. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us today, Ali. It's always nice to have a guest on, especially when they bring some knowledge and expertise, expertise to the table. Maybe a little bit. I've, not, I've never been classed as an expert in anything before, but there we go. First time for everything. <laughs> I'm only here because I know how to edit a podcast, uh, not necessarily <laughs> speak on one. Matt does a lot of the heavy lifting. Every now and again. And I think listeners to the, there's a podcast now, um, I'm, I'm a bit of a racing game fan. I'm not particularly good at them, but I do enjoy playing them. And we figured, given the last sort of three months, there have been a lot of racing games released in one format or another, that it was probably time we had a bit of a chat about which ones are the best out there, uh, which ones are worth your consideration, and which ones should you just completely ignore? And we definitely needed another expert to help us with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so I, I'd say it was a glut of racing games we've had recently. Yeah, probably one of the biggest uh, influxes we've had in quite a few years, I'd say. Yeah. Because you've got the GT series, which is the PlayStation exclusive, which is normally four years or so it takes them to, yeah, to do well, one of those games. Whenever there's a blue moon, we get one. Yeah, normally for a console launch and they miss it by a year or two. <laughs> yeah. Forza is your stable every year. Yeah. Whether that's the motorsport series or the horizon, and then you can slip in a few others um, in your Mario Karts and stuff, which you've just had on the Switch, which I know is a reskin of the the one from the Wii, but it's a racing game. It's it there. is. It is. Yeah. And so we've also had Project Cars Two, which is yep. your your hardcore sim, I suppose, of of, of all the ones that have come out. A couple of rally games. We've had the impressive Dirt Four and the I've no idea what it's like WRC Seven. I'm going to yes, say seven. Yeah. It is seven, six, isn't it? Not seven. Which I've not played that one because after I played one a couple of years ago, I said I was never touching them again. And we've also had F1 2017. So you know, there's a fair amount yeah, out there. There is, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sport for choice. My role today is the filthy casual who uh, is here to keep people to time. I, I like a racing game. I like to um, buy the cars that I've owned. <laughs> I played Colin McRae Rally back in the day. Yeah, you've got a passing knowledge. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Back when it was whatever it was. Oh, what was it? Just Colin McRae Rally, wasn't it? Network Q. Network Q Rally. Oh. Network Q, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, the reality of the situation is you guys play a lot more of these than I do. So kick us off then. We've got the three big recent releases, Project Cars 2, Forza 7, and GT Sport. Who are they targeting? Are they all going after the same gamers here i mean obviously not literally in the case of forza 7 and gt sport because they're on different platforms but are they are they targeting the same demographic pretty much i would say that forza and gt have more of an arcade feel to them not massively so we're not talking kind of mario kart or anything like that but they do have that easy mode if you like whereas project cars is a lot less forgiving but that is a multi-platform, and I think Project Cars has made GT and Forza step up their game a little bit, because really, Project Cars is the first real racing sim game we've had on consoles. Mm. Um, I can't think of anything before that that's been really diehard, apart from your Formula One games, um, which no. I know are punishing, and to the point yeah. that you go, I'm, I'm not buying one of them. It's only been in the last few years that I've actually brought them myself uh, again, because sometimes you just go, you've got no chance I'm doing that, <laughs> spinning out on every corner. So I think Forza and GT kind of do a, a mid-range, mid to high range. So the Simness is there if you need it. 
whereas Project Cars is pure. If you want to do sim racing, come to us and we'll we'll show you how it's done. I think you've hit it spot on. The Project Cars is, I think it's if you don't know anything about it, you think it's a Forza GT type of game. And I think when you boot it up, yep. you think it is as well. It's only when you try to drive something that you realise, no, no, this is yeah. this requires work. Especially with the first one as well. The first one, you... You'd struggle to do a lap on a controller unless you're really, really good. Oh, uh, it was um, it was tough going with the first game. And then the, the yeah. second one, even though they put a lot of effort into it, it, it's still very, very hard. And I'd say it's even hard with a wheel is the second one. Yeah, You've yeah. got to really get your settings right just to, just to crack on with it. I'd say that kind of sim aspect was a barrier for entry to me to Project Cars 2 because I wanted to get in, I wanted to race, and I found that actually I just couldn't get in a Clio and put it around a track. Once I started to just put in laps on an empty track and start slowly, build up my speed and get the confidence with the car and know I was all right. But I just thought, to be honest, I haven't got the time to invest in this, to do this with every vehicle type, with every race series, with every track. There's a kind of an activation enthalpy there that was perhaps a bit too much for me to overcome with the time and the resource I've got currently. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I personally, since Forza five i think it is the start of this new generation i now go to any and every racing game and turn off pretty much every single setting you can abs traction Mm. control manual gears works and i think from doing that and then going into project cars and the fact that i've brought a wheel as well which helped things you get more of the sim feel but it actually makes it easier and i know that's going to sound one of the most (laughs) contradicting things i'll probably say but by turning it off and once you get used to if I put my foot down, like on Mario Kart, you put your foot down, you go, off you go. You do yeah. spin out if someone hits you with a shell or whatever. But once you get used to the throttle control, and I used to have an RX-8, and I remember not long after having it, booting it up a hill and fishtailing up there and went, yeah, what, not done, I'll do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, because it was the first real-wheel drive I've owned and driven myself. And yeah, it's, I think it's a similar thing in the games. You have to get used to not using those assistant things. And it does improve your time, but you, like you say, you've got to have that time and investment to grind it if yeah. you like i think that's the biggest issue i've had with project cars 2 as well same as andy it's time to go into it and i've been willing to sit there and put the time in but i found it not a particularly user-friendly game to do that in fairness i've not put it on since the last patch which they have tweaked and fixed a lot of things but i think it was my experience of trying to do some online and spending nearly two hours before i even managed to get into a game and even then it ended up being spectating it was it oh, okay. was just woeful. And I think it, it took too much. It took too much out. And knowing that GT Sport was coming within, I think, three or four weeks. Four weeks, isn't it? It's four weeks since it released. Yeah. I knew, I knew it was coming out, and I just decided at that point that I wasn't really going to put much more effort into it unless they drastically overhauled it. Now, I, I do want to go back to it, see what the changes they've made, because I love the idea of it, and I think it's going to have some pieces in it which my Gran Turismo itch is not going to scratch. But at the moment, I haven't got three hours to put aside just to do one race. Yeah, and I think the one thing, if nobody's ever heard, really heard of Project Cars, is it's actually crowdfunded as well. So mm. the first game was 100% crowdfunded until Bandai Namco got on board. And then even the second one's crowdfunded to an extent. Yeah. And the first one had a lot of issues. The fact that you could smash a tyre off in an open-wheel car, limp it to the pits, and then they put a wheel on, but it doesn't actually show you that it's on and... <laughs> There was a lot of issues with it. So you could smash all four wheels off and then go into the pits somehow. Just rotating axles getting you around on the, yeah, yeah, on the it tarmac. Was, it was special. <laughs> and then uh, drive off again and you've got no tyres on there, but you have. So there's a few glitches. But the second one feels a lot better. A lot better. 
I had one fun glitch coming out of the pits in the first game where my car came out of the pits and then just proceeded to ram the wall opposite and ah. never actually left the pits. <laughs> it, it couldn't make the turning and it just rammed the wall persistently. It reset to the pits, reset to the pits. It never worked. I had to, I had to, I had to fully quit out of what I was doing. Wow. You always know it's a hard racing game when you can't get out of the pits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I failed, that, failed at the first hurdle. First time. I can't remember which one it was. It was a, a, an old school F1 car, the Lotus something or other, the black one with Benson and Hedges oh, on yeah, the side. Yeah. Uh, and one of the guys went, right, come on, let's go on online. Let's have a go on this just in a private lobby. I booted it out of the pits and just 360 it straight into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that's aimed at the hardcore. But since that's come out, and probably in terms of outside looking in and the types of games they are, we've got Gran Turismo Sport and Forza 7 which on the surface probably look like quite similar games. Now, now I've only got experience of one of them, um, so I can't actually talk about Forza, but I'm hoping, Ali, you've got something here that will they'll, they'll give us that comparison for sure. Yeah, I know you don't like foul language on this podcast, so uh, I'll just say it's rubbish. <laughs> I've got a bleep button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll save you time, Andy. It's all right. They've let themselves down massively. I think they've potentially turned 10, have potentially put all their eggs in the 4K basket. Right. Um, so in two-ish weeks when the Xbox One X comes out, there's going to be a massive patch for it, probably 10, 20 gig, I don't know, for the 4K texture packs. And it will probably look fantastic, but they have massively, massively changed the game to the fact that all the menus are different. There's The strangest thing that will be hard to explain is loot crates in the game that you can't buy outside of the game with money, nor can you buy money to buy the crates. So they're just in a racing game, which they don't serve a purpose in a racing game, and they're just weird. Mm. And they've changed too much. Like, so I, my YouTube channel is mainly about showing people how to set up the wheels and doing tunes for cars and things like that. Just showing people how to get as much out of the game as they can without investing the time too much, hopefully. Before you used to go in, buy a car, then go into the bit to do the build, do the tune, and then you just pressed X, bring up all the tracks. Right, I want to test that track. Lovely. Now you have to go out of all the menus and then you have to find uh, the free play option, the single player option. Then you have to find the track find what variation of the track you want, and then you load the track up, and then as it's loading up, you go, oh, you want to test that? Yeah, okay, lovely, let's go and test. So they've done some really, really bizarre things with it, and unfortunately, it's really let itself down to the point that I'm not really touching it at the moment. Really? One of the best things for it in the previous generations was the Rivals, which is online leaderboards, and you had classes E through to X, um, and you could go in, build a car up to that spec, if it would go up to that spec, Mm. Uh, and then go and race it and see f- how far you can get a random car up. So there'll always be the top 10, 20 cars where it's everyone's using, say, a, a Honda Type R, if you like, Matt. But then you go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to put a Corsa up there. Yeah. Stuff it. Why not? <laughs> but they've taken all those out. And it's bizarre. They've like stripped it right back to the point I'm playing GT Sport more because I'm enjoying it. That's that's interesting. And, and I, I know, Andy, you mentioned time. As I've been playing bits of GT Sport, I am noticing both your names cropping up on a lot of the uh, the online leaderboards. You know, not, as in as in friends playing it, not not that you're both at the top of the leaderboards. World ranking number one. You know, none of us have got the time to do that. But I have I've been working through the license tests. So I've been working through the challenges, and I'm seeing you there, and, and, and I'm seeing Ali in the next one. I'm seeing Graham from uh, Joypad and me in there as well. So it's quite clear GT is getting quite a lot of attention. I quite like it, and I know there's a few people who aren't as keen on the way the campaign mode is broken down, but I, I actually really enjoy the little nuggets that you can go into and just clear three or four here and there when you've got 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. 
the little leaderboards on those is actually really geeing me along to yes. um, to go for the gold trophies and um, just see if I can shave that two tenths of a second off so I can beat Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you're using your mat on uh, your mat on that your wheel on that mat. Oh as well. yes, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm not using anything else. No. So uh, the one thing I would say yep. is that with GT Sport is it's a little bit harder to play on the controller. Now I have bought a adapter that I've seen on the internet, which is getting good reviews that allows me to play my Thrustmaster TX wheel, which is technically only Xbox One and PC on the PS4. Ah. Um, don't know when that's going to arrive. And it also does it the other way around. It does it every wheel. Basically, you can plug it into any console or PC. Oh, that's good. Apparently, use your wheel. So I'll be interested to see where I am when I get that adapter. But I don't know if it's the same on the wheel, but GT Sport is very punishing to the point that if the back end starts to go, I just completely overcorrect it and I'm just pirouetting down a straight... It is. I'm trying to think uh, some examples. I think some of the challenges that I've done, particularly like the head-to-head races, it's not at all bad, and you, you can be quite aggressive with the braking and the steering until you hit, like you say, it's that limit of grip, or you touch mm. a wheel on the grass or the gravel or just on the outside of the track, and then once it's gone, it's gone. You're not recovering it yeah. until the car stopped, and you, you're reversing and getting yourself back facing the right direction. But yeah, it I is, unlike Project Cars... You're longer pushing it to the limit. You've got more leeway to do that before it spins out. That is what I'm kind of finding and really enjoying with it, particularly with the more powerful cars. I'm actually finding the lower-powered cars harder to deal with because they, yeah. they're a little bit more sluggish. The accessibility is, is added to as well in the fact that not, not just because the, um, the campaign stuff is reasonably short, each part of it uh, you know, builds up gradually, but because it builds up gradually, you it's teaching you how to drive the car properly. Mm. And I think that's part of the thing with Project Cars 2 is, you know, okay, I've played a lot of arcade races um, over the years, but actually a tutorial in proper race driving wouldn't go amiss. I think that's the great thing about the GT Sport model, and it always was with the, with the licenses from the previous Gran Turismo games. Definitely. I'm really, really enjoying that career mode, mm. single-player mode. I had a friend moaning to me the other day, even though he's only fired it up for five minutes, saying, well, it's always online. Yeah, okay, it's always online. But like I said to him, when was the last time you were without the internet? Yeah. I'm not being funny, but it's not like you have yeah. to go into your console and then hit dial up and it does the horrible thing <laughs> from the, the 90s and things and then you dialed in. That's such a good excuse to use that noise now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're always online anyway, so who cares? Okay, if they take the server down for maintenance, you can't play. But that's the same for a lot of games. Destiny 2. Yeah. When they take that server yeah. down for maintenance on a Monday, Tuesday, I can't play the game. Yeah. It's just the way of the world these days. But the single-player game is great. And like, like you said, Andy, learning the racing etiquette, how to take a corner, even undertake it or overtaking someone on the inside of the track and things like that. And the fact that you get to have that competitiveness with your friends as well, I really do think they've hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah. And I'm really, really enjoying it and seeing like Matt's name at the top of the, lot of the leaderboards. And I'm like, you're using a wheel, but I'm, I need to beat you. I need to beat you on something. <laughs> that's, that's it. Once I'm top of the board, I never go back. So in my head, I, I'm going to be leading forever, even if you wipe the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly everything rings true. <laughs> Don't care. But it takes it it takes it one step further as well because you've you've got the teaching you how to drive, but then it teaches you the specific tracks. I don't know if you've gone in and done any of the actual circuits where there might be three yeah. or four challenges and it's teaching you the corners to watch out for. 
and you do those and then do you, you do your hot lap. So it, if you put in the effort in and the time there, and it's not a lot of time, which is what I'm noticing. Like you say, the license tests are 20 or 30 seconds. Even with a restart, yeah. you know, it's pretty immediate. So you can spend 15 minutes and, and pretty much master a track to get you good enough to either take on AI opponents or get you online. And that's the thing I've been noticing about it. It does seem to be driving you more towards playing with others online. Have you both watched the racing etiquette videos? Yeah. No, yeah, no. You're in for a treat. <laughs> it's a really good feature, though, because you have to agree to watch them and then you have to agree to say yes. you've understood what you've watched. A bit like if you were going to go go-karting. If we all went go-karting now, you have to yeah. go and watch yeah. a really cheesy you video about... You Martin Brundle's don't video. This and, yeah, don't put your hand on the wheel because it'll be oil in the engine because it'll be hot and all that stupid stuff. Yeah. It sounds like corporate training videos at work. It, it's yes. very much like that. It, yeah. it is. It's really, they're really good. But... But yeah, the, the, I don't know about you, Ali, but when I watched it, I found it I found it so patronising and quite badly put together, but it has the impact that when you're committing yeah. and saying, yes, I'm going to race like this online, you feel a little bit obligated that you do have to drive like a racing driver. Yeah, and, and on, the, on the opposite side to that, one of the things that you do on Forza, unless you're doing a private race, is you go into the online hoppers and it's like Destruction Derby. There's always some fool in a Hummer <laughs> or a Jeep or something that just wants to smash you off the track. Yeah. Just there to just ruin your, your race, really, where there's a few of you that really want to get into it. Then you get the, the angry Joe that just wants to smash you off the track because you've done a really good overtake on him or yeah. pushed him wide or whatever. Whereas on GT Sport, it does penalise you for that when you race online. But it, you've watched these videos and it says, we will penalise you if you do yeah. this, and, this, this. And, and, you know, if you break too late and go in hot to a corner and... And it even says about if you do do that, just pull off to the side of the track. Don't ruin everyone's race. Just yeah. you know, ruin your own for a few yeah. seconds or whatever. And first online race that I went into, I had somebody do exactly that to me. I don't know how I managed it. I did actually qualify in first, which I was quite surprised at. Cocked up one of the corners and got overtaken. So I was running in second for most of the race. And the guy behind me did exactly that. He just didn't bother braking. Slammed yeah. into the side of me in a corner, pushed me wide and, and, and overtook. And in most other games, you're thinking... Well, I'm just going to ram you back. Well, I didn't because each sector that you do on the track rewards you for safe and sensible driving or, or responsible yeah. driving. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the points are. SR it says, isn't it? So it's basically it's building towards your ranking for how good an opponent you are and whether you're going to be a liability. So I just carried mm-hmm. on driving normally, kept on standard driving, but did actually manage to take the place back eventually cleanly, properly in a racing manner which I was really happy with. I think it was two corners after that for the race finished. And you get a breakdown of who's got all the penalties. And this guy had ended up going from second to like fourth or sixth within the space of a couple of corners because of his performance and his driving. And you're getting that immediate feedback. So you're suddenly finding after a couple of races, people are not trying to ram you or bump you or barge you because they know they're going to get drastically penalised for it. Oh, that sounds like a brilliant system. I'm not yeah. saying it's perfect. I'm fairly yeah, sure we'll say. hit a point where you will have a race and there'll be some complete and utter n- on the track. But that's <laughs> going to that's going to happen somewhere in any racing game. But yeah. it seemed to be, from the bits I've done so far, pretty respectful and some hard but fair racing. And you do you do end up and it's it's the one thing I noticed in the video that's not in the game. When you're watching the racing etiquette videos and they're showing the in-car view, you've got the um the driver, as it were, looking around 
and actually looking left and right to see um, if there's anybody alongside them. You've not got that function in the actual game to do that other than a, a full 90-degree turn. But you do do that. You're very space away. You're trying to figure out, what, have I left enough room on that side of the track? So if that guy comes up alongside me, he's got space. He's not going to take me out. He's not going to run off. It, you do think like that. And this was in the space of two or three races online. It was really, really strange. And I'm I'm not a huge one on online racing games. I love the I love the dirt ones because they're asynchronous and you tend to not to have the same people on the track, so you don't have to worry about getting rammed off the road. But this worked really well. Yeah. Don't you get a license or something or you can rank up which eventually will potentially thin out the field in terms yeah. of all the, the wasters will be in the lower leagues and then you'll go up and not only will it become more competitive for yourself to hopefully make you a better racer but it'll also give you the chance that you are going to get that competitive clean racing as opposed to someone smashing you off the track and lunging in every corner yeah it is a ranking system that runs in the background that rewards your skill and your quality of driving as well and i think that's exactly the idea behind it that you'll be racing against people and you'll only ever be put against people who just want to have a fair race so it is really well done so in other words, if you're a good, clean racer, you'll get to drive with professional racers and, and have a really good toe-to-toe. Yeah. yeah. And if you are that on the track, you'll end up in what is basically a banger race. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I assume we've all played multiple Gran Turismo titles in the past. Oh, hell yeah. 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 I'm missing not changing my oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm washing my car. Yeah. This is my thing. Is it a Gran Turismo game? Because for me, after playing the demo, it felt more like Prologue. I said to you, didn't I, Matt, before, that I, I was just slightly irked about feeling like I had to pay full retail for what was basically prologue. Yeah, yeah, we had that conversation. To the point I was very surprised that you bought it and had it the day before yeah. launch, so you pre-ordered it from Shop 2, more yeah. likely. But I was, I was actually quite surprised, because I thought you weren't going to go for it. The bits I played on the demo did sell me on it. Apart from the fact that you couldn't press options for about three or four days because oh, it crashed the demo. <laughs> I stopped playing the demo because of that. I think I got a 10-minute window where options was working. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was just horrendous. For me, I think there's enough of GT in it for it to be a GT game, which is basically the the license and the uh, all the little challenges and, and different things that you have. For me, that's what makes a, a GT game. The fact that the oil and the, the car washing's not in it, it's not a game breaker, but it's just nice to have their own random Japanese weirdness to it. Is there any way I can put it? I tell you what, it is. Have you spent much time with scapes or in any of the I did a little bit today. Yeah, I took a picture of a nice NSX. The scapes thing, I think, is where a bit of the weirdness comes in. It's not weird. It's just so detailed and beautiful. There's also a scapes pack to download as well for more locations yeah. that's free. It's unbelievable. And then you, you head off into the manufacturers to buy yourself a car, but ignore the car and go to the channel. There's a channel for each manufacturer that has history and timelines and videos. And there's an unbelievable amount of content in it that if you just look at your license tests and a bit of online racing, you are going to go, oh yeah, it's just, it's half a game. There's nothing here. But the weirdness that pure Japanese GT factor is in the detail that flows around the whole title. Yeah, the historical bent they've always had, actually, that that is a really good point. The, the menu system's a bit strange as well because it gives you some random historic facts. Yeah. It's not always about racing either. It's just like the, the internet was created in this time or we first got broadband on this date and then it will suddenly go, oh, this, this car first released in 1984. And, and it's like, 
Okay, I'm having a history it, lesson while I'm just it is, not really it? doing much in the just, menus and listening to the music. <laughs> so there's just key points in history that just pop up at random. The detail yeah. on the cast, and actually, I, I should have mentioned this a bit earlier about when you were talking about Forza Alley, but um, I've read a piece today worth going and checking out anybody who's listening on Eurogamer because they've done a comparison, maybe an unfair comparison at this point, um, but they've done a comparison of Forza 7 and GT, but they've done Forza 7 on the PC on settings maxed out. So oh, okay. they've been talking about details of car models and um, and the rest of the game and everything else. And it, it's it's a really good article, go and read it. But one of the key things that I was reading and taking from it is the detailing on the cars. Now, both games have a phenomenal amount of detail, but it does explicitly state GT is above and beyond what they put in there. Even the, down to the modelling of the air vents in the cockpits is just ridiculous and i think i tweeted this earlier on i've definitely put a picture out there somewhere but i've done an amount of racing in a in a civic type r because it's like sitting in my own car i don't have a type r just a bog standard civic but but the layouts are the same the controls are the same and it is really bizarre racing down tracks in my own car i used to have a golf gti and that's the first car i bought (laughs) (laughs) going back to the scapes thing it's just it's a bit bizarre doing it and then how realistic it looks and it doesn't look odd. No. Um, so basically you, you pick your location um, so you can go to somewhere in, J- in Japan. I think I did one and it was just in front of like a little arch and it had a few lanterns and things up and then it just goes pick your car and then you just kind of move it around. Yeah, let's park it there. And then you just <laughs> press and it just goes, there you go. That's it. It's in. Yeah. And you're kind of like, is that a, a real photo? Is that just something I've done? Or it looks extremely realistic. Yeah. It does. So I've got um, just one from the the demo. Um, I have a sat as my PS4 wallpaper, and uh, you, I, even I look at it knowing it's been created in the game, and look at it occasionally and go, "Sure, that's not real." It it yeah. is. It is phenomenal. It's it's just a stunning game, and there's that loving attention to detail. And playing it on a pro as well, I've not played in 4K, so I don't know what that's like, Andy. It, it looks good. Yeah, it it looks really good, and HDR as well. Yeah. Because I've I've heard it's supposed to be a showcase for HDR. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, it's it's something that's on my wish list as a pro, but I've decided to go down the Xbox mm. One X route instead because that seems to be a bit of a beast. But that's a yeah. another story for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week then. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we this this seems to have turned into a bit of a GT loving actually. <laughs> so we may as well we may as well finish it off because I have one last point about GT. I don't know if you've noticed, and you probably won't have done if you've not watched the racing etiquette videos yet. But there's an FIA World Championship when you go to the online. Yes. That only starts on it. Is the, is the first one the 4th of November? And yeah, I, I believe so, yeah. this is an officially endorsed championship as well. Interesting. And that's Interesting. as much as I've got about it. So I wondered if yeah. anybody had anything else. Because there were all the rumours whilst it was in development that you could, in effect, earn your racing licence. A real-life racing licence. Ooh. Now, I'm not spotting anything like that in the actual license test, though it does help you race, but I wonder if the FIA piece has something to do with it. Uh, but because Possibly. it's not open yet and you can't look at it, I just I just don't know. It's interesting you mentioned that because I was watching a video by GameSpot and they said, we've done a review, but we're not going to fully release it because multiplayer isn't fully functional yet. So they're actually holding off doing their review until November when this part unlocks, if you like. And I thought, well, that's a bit, you're cutting it short a bit there because there's so much content Mm. into the game that I'd love to know how many hours I've already put into the game just from a little bit of messing around with the scapes and things, but doing all the licensing and things. And I'm like, there is online in there. We could go and have our own private race now if we wanted to. Plus you can do the the, the hoppers. There's not a lot to it. 
but it's good enough to put a review out, I would say, and then say we will do a, a secondary review of the multiplayer when it's live. Yeah. But it's very interesting about what you're saying about the license and if it's yeah. true. Because <laughs> I noticed that at the moment, and I presume they change on um, either a daily or sort of bi-daily basis, but there's three, like I say, there's three hoppers that you can, you can just dive into and, and you know set a qualifying time and play, and they run every, every 20 minutes as a race going. When you get into that cycle of it, it's actually quite nice. You, you do 20 minutes, have a qualifying race, and then you pick something else. But there's the two locked-off ones, which is the FIA Championship stuff. And like I said, there's no information anywhere. There's no real detail on what they're going to do. Are they going to run at specific times and you have to race, or can you just put track time in? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I'm really interested to know. And then there's there are obviously bits that they're going to bring but there's other bits of functionality which is not there yet obviously it's apparently got quite a detailed livery editor i know that is functional now but the ability yeah. to import your and own graphics is coming okay. as well it's not live on the website yet because first thing i'd noticed ah. or first thing i'd said to andy when i noticed that is there is going to be a codec moments branded car kicking around soon enough but you can't yeah, unfortunately there'll be lots of ones with penises oh, on the yeah, side I'm as fairly well sure but, of that. There we go. Uh, but yeah there's um, <laughs> there's no way of getting the graphics there yet because the the functionality is not live on the website so the, that's going to be coming fairly soon and they had talked about getting the game out there prepped for all this fia stuff and then adding to it after that cars and tracks. Well, I, I hope that's not just a rumour and that that is actually the case, that we are going to see DLC, potentially free DLC. So I think that was mooted at yeah. one point as well to put additional vehicles and additional tracks in there. So there's a, there's a lot in Very it already. And I think there's a lot more to mm. come from it. And I wonder if it genuinely is prologue, but it's prologue in that it's a base game that's going to get added to over the next two or three years. Well, it's an interesting idea, an interesting model, and I certainly hope that holds up. This has, of course, been an unbiased and even-handed discussion about <laughs> Project Cars 2, Forza, and I think, what was, what was the other one? GT Sport? Yeah. GT Sport, yeah. Yeah. So I think what we're saying is is go out and buy GT Sport, unless yeah. you have an Xbox, and then go and buy a PS4 Pro. <laughs> uh, yeah, or get Project Cars 2 if, you, if, you, if you're not getting a PS4 Pro. <laughs> uh, get Project Cars 2. It'll be the, this will be the first time anybody's heard me not say, go out and buy Forza Motorsport because it's fantastic. For saying that's kind of the bread and butter of my YouTube channel, along with other racing games. Yeah, there's a bit of a switch there because I just can't be bothered with it at the it, minute. I don't care if I get a new racing suit. I, <laughs> I don't see it. I, I do. I, Bumper cam. I'm genuinely, genuinely surprised. I really am. I was uh, not, not expecting you to just only concentrate on the Forza thing, but I, I am quite surprised it's not grabbed you. It's, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, the campaign's okay. You just go in and go, right, I'm doing this race and it's all muscle cars from 1980. Okay, lovely. Off you go. There you go. But I could rant on for ages about the fact that the AI, they have to go on the racing line, although they've got this driver task stuff, which is ridiculous anyway. So if I overtake someone and go on their inside, but then the racing line is where I am, they hit you. And it's like, okay, do we not have any logic for this these days? Mm. You know, all these power behind these computers and the race car doesn't know or the, the the driver doesn't know that i'm there and it just like nudges you out the way to the fact that i've been spun out a few times by the ai because i've taken it on its inside because you always start towards the back of the grid and it's just hit me out the way because i'm in its way cheers <laughs> i'm not online yet <laughs> very, very strange the one thing that forza does have which i can tell you gran turismo and project cars doesn't is online fan fiction <laughs> online fan fiction 
Hmm. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm not even going to go into it because it's, it's basically it's all porn. How how do people do this? But anyway, I, w- I was researching something for another feature I was hoping to do, which seriously I'm not sure I want to now. <laughs> but yeah, for Forza has its own online fanfic. Right. Okay, I've not heard of this. I'll have to do some digging myself. <laughs> Don't dig too hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. That's anyway, a, more more on that in the future. Perhaps. Yeah, that's a note to end it on. <laughs> well, I think well, I think that sums it up quite nicely. We we're big fans of GT Sport. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and I think it's safe to say that. And I'm going to say if, if circuit racing your thing and and you like the loose surface stuff, go and buy Dirt Four because that is just phenomenal. And and if you're an F1 fan, F1 2017 is there as well. It's probably the best F1 game we've had in recent years. And there's even, I like the mini games for free practice where you have to oh, yeah. learn the track and learn about fuel saving and tyre saving and things like that. So if you're an F1 fan, especially if you've got a wheel, that is really yeah. good as well. No, it is. It is good. Yeah. And if you, uh, if you like Mario, then go for Mario Kart. Yeah, I, think, I think everybody likes that anyway. I, I genuinely don't think there's anybody who doesn't like a bit of Mario Kart. It's until you're out in the front and then you just get red shell after red shell after red shell. I just want to show a red shell where it doesn't shine. But Well, thank you very much. Uh, Ali, please give a plug for your uh, for your channel. Uh, yes, it's just uh, Corn Wolf uh, on YouTube. 90% of it is racing games, showing you how to get the most out of your racing games, m- maybe tune in a few cars and things as well. Uh, and then we've got a few other vids on there, a bit of South Park and whatnot. Um, so that's just, just Corn Wolf on YouTube. Fabulous, thank you. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, then please drop us a tweet to uh, at Codec Moments, or uh, you could check us out on Facebook. That's a good one. I like. You, know, that. you look after the Facebook account, so um, you need people to talk to. <laughs> Don't paint me out to be some sad loner who's just sat in front of my computer all day, hoping that somebody posts something on the Facebook group. That's just. I mean, it might be true, but you don't have to paint me out to be that. <laughs> Please, people, get in touch with him. Right, that's it. I'm done. I'm going. You two can do your driving games on your own. Charming. <laughs> Anything uh, else no, to No, I just want to say a big thanks to Ollie for joining us and being very, very patient in, in when we've set this up and making him stay up very late to do it. Oh, yeah, we really appreciate that. Thank you. Not a problem. It's nice to talk about racing games with someone else. Right, until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.